Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we talk about how to grow your photography business without burnout. I'll share tactical tips, tricks, and things you've got to be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that are most important. Today, today, I have Carolyn here with me. Love you, Carolyn. She has been one of my coaching clients for two, three months now. We met on a shootout. What was it? Two years ago at this point? Your friend, Haley, who is also one of my coaching clients, invited you to a shootout that I had out in Waxahachie. And we show up. Carolyn's battery is dead. So she does not get to take any photos. (laughs) I will never forget you for that. Um, Because I just thought that was definitely something I would do. I think I've probably done something like that before where I like, well, I guess I'm using my phone today. Yeah. You really made it work, though. That was, I mean, you had a really good attitude about it. Because I probably have been like... (laughs) (laughs) So Carolyn, Carolyn, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to just talk about my journey with you over the past few months. Yeah, I have picked up a camera, you know, probably five years ago or so. And that's where I really first started my journey in photography. I think like a lot of photographers, I was just shooting a lot of different things. And in the past year have really looked at trying to get more serious about it and, you know, be an actual business and not just a (laughs) hobby. (laughs) And so, yeah, I... Through going through all of that, though, I never really had a community or other photographer friends. And so I think that was really one thing that was kind of holding me back. And so, you know, getting to know you and the community that you've built of just photographers and lifting us up and teaching us, it's definitely something that I kind of cling to and I'm just really grateful for. Yeah, it's really hard whenever you you're just starting out and you feel really alone. And when you look at everybody else, you're looking at them and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, like these people have it together. They have so many friends and you just kind of feel like on the outside until you meet someone. And then you just kind of like start building those relationships. And honestly, I think building or like being a part of a community for photographers, it kind of for me, it made that imposter syndrome start kind of like fading away. You know, like Mm -hmm. I felt a little bit less like I was just faking it. And I realized that everyone kind of feels that way. So that's why I really like communities in the photography industry, because I think they're really important. Was that kind of introduction, like that shootout that we did, was that in 2021 or 2020? When when was that? Do you remember? Definitely was in the last like two what? years because I was already working in Waxahachie. I okay. Think. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was so easy for you to get there because you yeah. were already out there. So was that your first kind of time getting into like a community with other photographers? Other than online. Yeah. Like, you know, we'd been in like in, in your group and shout out to one of my uh, peers, Haley, you mentioned her earlier. I think we met in OT school. And so she's really the one that kind of just like helped connect me, I guess. She was also early in her career with photography. So other than that, definitely. That's awesome. Well, I'm really glad that you showed up and that we stayed in touch. (laughs) We've done several other shootouts since then, and you've done Newborn Academy. Mm -hmm. And so what we're talking about today is you've been a coaching client, like I said, for a couple months now. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to kind of dive into like what this process has looked like for you. So first of all, tell us why did you decide to sign up for one-on-one coaching with me? Well, I knew you, which was great. I trusted you. (laughs) Brittany is so kind and she also just like, she doesn't hold anything back, which I really appreciate. But for me, I was 
kind of at a point where I was just trying all the things like someone says, I need to do this. Okay. Let me do this. Like I was kind of just at my wits end. like, just tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> I don't care. How do I make it? Work? <laughs> yeah. Which was like helpful, I guess, because even though like, you know, diving into this coaching experience, you know, it didn't go where I thought it was going to go, but <laughs> it's gone where it needed to go, if that yeah. made sense. So yeah, I think it just exhausted and tired of trying different things and feeling like I was just spinning my wheels. I wouldn't know I needed to work, you know, air quotes work, but I didn't know what to do or where to start or where to focus my time. There's so many different aspects that can go into it, but like, what's the highest leverage thing to work on right now was really kind of hard for me to yeah. determine and determine to go how to go about working on that thing. Yeah. So. So you kind of bring up an interesting point. You're getting like a lot of different information out there because I'm sure you were collecting it on like social media and like emails and websites and blogs and stuff like that. That's I'm looking at other people. Yeah. <laughs> that You bring up an interesting point there. There's just a lot of different ways that you can build your business, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no one, well, there is a lot of wrong ways, but there's also no one right way. There's a yeah. lot of different ways that you can go about it and I think whenever you start working with a coach, like one-on-one, then you can kind of put your blinders on and stop looking at all the other things that you could be doing to build your business and doing what's right for you Yeah, sticking to that path. Like, can you imagine, I love a good analogy, but could you imagine if you're going on a road trip and you're like, okay, I have seven different routes and we're going to kind of take all of those routes. So I'm going to go to the right here and then we're going to go over this way. We're going to go left and then we're going to go back to the right and we're going to go this way. You get to your destination, but it would take a really long time to get there. If you had one route, you're like, I'm just going to stick on this route. I'm going to stay in this lane. I'm going to go. Then mm-hmm. you get there a lot faster without quite as many turns. You know, I'm a, I'm an analogy girl. I love a good analogy. That's a definitely a good one. <laughs> All right. So tell me. Or or you might not even ever get there because, right. you give up because you're so frustrated along the way. Exactly. That's even a better <laughs> point. You might just give up before you get there. Like this is taking forever to get there. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> that was me before GPS, me and my friend in high school. You'd have to, at that point, you'd have to print out your GPS or your yep. map quest and, um, or we wouldn't. And we would just yeah. didn't know where we were going. We were in high school. We didn't know where we were going. Oh my gosh. Eventually I'd have to, we had snuck out or whatever. And I called my dad. I'm like, we started in Arlington and now we're in Dallas and we don't know how to get home. And he's like, how did you get all the way over there from there? And I'm like, I don't know. Please just tell me how to get home. And he would guide us home. And it's funny now because as an adult, I can drive in those same places and be like, Oh, that's where I got lost. Wow. I was really far away from where I was supposed to be. Coaching probably feels the same way, huh? It it does. It does sometimes. (laughs) And sometimes I feel like that in my business too, like where I'm like, wow, look how far I came and how much easier it could have been if I would have just printed out my map quest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I want to know what, I know you said you were frustrated and you were stressed and you didn't know what to do, but what did it look like for you before we started working together? So we started... Then you reached out to me in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pre-January, what did your life look like? What did your business look like? What was going on? The first thing that comes to my mind, honestly, is really kind of how you describe it. I think in some of your intros about like your business looking like confetti on the floor. <laughs> I just resonate with that so much because it would look like me feeling like I need to do something. Okay. Let me post real fast. Okay. I need to work on my website. Now let me do this. Uh, oh my gosh. I don't have any, like I, I I have these sessions, but I need some more of these sessions. And it was really just kind of like shots in the dark of trying different things and trying to look different ways and 
also probably quickly shifting gears when something wasn't working, Mm -hmm. um, which is helpful to a certain extent, but then it also sort of leads to, you know, you're looking outward, me looking outward for what I needed to do in my business. And really that's not as I'm learning, you know, the truth is there is no easy fix for business. There's no easy way. And I feel like some people maybe have gotten lucky, like when like maybe the timing, I know like Instagram used to be really easy to grow on and maybe they posted the perfect reel or they had the perfect whatever, like combination of things that just exploded their Instagram following, which by the way, doesn't mean they have a successful business. It just means yeah. they have a successful Instagram, right. you know, but most of the time it's just not like that. It's, you have to do something and you have to do it consistently over and over and over again until you start seeing the fruits of your labor on that. And it, if you're going to keep quitting, like there is this, it's either a book or a saying where you're like six feet from gold, where a lot of times people just give up right when they get to that point. But mm-hmm. and there is sometimes where it's like, okay, this isn't working, but it's not after a week of trying. It's not after a month of trying. Sometimes it's after, I would say, giving yourself a good year, staying in your lane, using your like map that you've been working off of and just going for one year. And then if you find out, you know what, this isn't working, then it's time to pivot. But I think people a lot of times quit before they get to that point. And that's why they're not seeing the fruits of their labor. And it's just like literally spinning their wheels, like trying to get out of this mud pit. I think that staying in the lane part is key for me just because, you know, especially feeling like you're trying all the different things. Like, yeah, I might've been trying all these different things for a very long time, but like you said, consistency with that one thing. It's really hard to stay consistent when you're like, but it's not working right now. And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, it's starting to work. And like, you're like, yes, it's working. And that's a good feeling whenever it finally does start to work. And so, you know, if you're not in it for the long haul, I'm sorry to say that you might just not see the results that you want to see. But when you get into it and you're like, yes, I'm here, which I remember talking to you, you're like, I'm going all in and we're doing this. I was like, yes, girl. Like you didn't even sign up for two months of coaching. You signed up for six. You're like, let's go. And I was like, yeah, this is, it. This is where we're going. We're doing yeah. this. And honestly, like if I, if we had already stopped, like I do feel like I'm like right on the brink, but I feel like definitely two months would have not, not quite been enough. It got you. Yeah. It got for you, where I was. Right. It got your, your brand made. It got your routine kind of going and we're, we're there. You could, if you had like that, like whatever the drive or whatever to keep going on the same path but there is still a lot more stuff to do but I think whenever I'm talking to people I'm like six months of coaching they're like "Ooh, that's a lot so far all the people that I've coached no one has stopped at two they're like yeah let's keep going (laughs) let's keep going because it is beneficial I think but you know for me I think it's about having that support with helping me stay in my lane (laughs) I just finished coaching with my coach we did three months of coaching and it ended three days ago. And I'm like, Hey, Brooke, can we keep going? <laughs> just, you, it's so good to have a coach, someone who's there. Cause I'm like, okay, I did something and now I, I still need help. I'm still not done. Yeah. And she has a coach and then her coach has a coach. You know, it's like, everyone just needs someone who's like going to step back. Absolutely. Be able to look, like, look at what you're doing without that attachment. Cause we get really attached to whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what has it looked like working with me? Like, what has your experience been? What can you tell people? I know it's not what you expected. I know you, going in, this is my favorite thing. When I said, we're going to work on your brand. You're like, 
my favorite quote from Carolyn ever is, that sounds fluffy and pretentious. And I'm like, yes, it does sound fluffy and pretentious. You're right, but it's not, I swear. And so you were really a skeptic going into this. And that's why I really like what has come out of it. So tell people about your skepticism. (laughs) I was like, I am not a name brand girl. I am not the kind of person that goes like chasing just, you know, just brands in general, I guess. And so thinking about a brand kind of felt like trying to be something not, or putting up a front. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't resonate with that. And I didn't want to put out there something that I wasn't, you know, I thought I was showing up in a way that was myself. That was enough mm-hmm. to be a brand, but like there's a lot more that goes into it and a lot more intentionality now that I can see that I'm like working toward building that is a piece of me. So my brand is still me, but it's not, you know, everything. Yeah. You're not sharing every bit of your life, you know, and you're not faking it. Right. Right. Okay. What did you think a brand was before we started working? When you said it was pretentious and fluffy, what did you think a brand was? I had listened to a lot of different like branding things. So I knew it wasn't just the logo. Like that was the obvious answer to me. Well, it's not that. But how you get there was really the confusing part to me. You know, I thought it was, I could see that it was your values. Yeah. And I could see that it was how you make, you know, your clients feel, but how to get to that point was just all really confusing to me. And it felt like by trying to make them feel a certain way, then I was being, or that having a brand might be not authentic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can see. Was there a moment? Was there something that we were doing when you're like, I get it. Like, I see where we're going. Like, I see what's going to happen. Like, was there like, because we've worked, we worked on your why we worked on your goals, Mm -hmm. your values. Was there any of those or something different where you were like, oh, okay, that's it. I get what we're, what we're doing here. I really feel like it was when you helped me see the theme of it all. Mm-hmm. You sent me a message on Voxer about, you know, the feeling that you were getting from the different images and the different things that I was saying. And when you put it together in a theme that I resonated with and felt like, okay, like she sees something here. It's a theme that makes sense. And I love it. And that's me. That's when I was like that clicking point of, okay, this is more than just you know, all of those little things. It's how yeah. they come together. So what is your brand? So my brand is I am working on being confident <laughs> in explaining it. Let me pull up my brand profile. Real yeah, fast. you go for it. We, uh, we created a brand profile because at the beginning, you're not always super confident. You know, it's like, okay, this is new. It, it is me, but you need like a hard piece of a document where you can go back and like remind yourself what it is that you're doing. And I still have to do this sometime. I have to go back to my document and be like, what am I doing? And that's more so with my coaching clients. Like, what is my goal here? And so I have to keep going back to my brand profile. And it reminds me every time what it is, because you can, you can kind of like get shiny object syndrome and you can go off to another tangent. Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you for making me feel better about that. (laughs) But yeah, so my brand, I'm looking for those genuine moments, those thoughtful in-between moments that happen. 
I really truly believe that there is beauty in every person's story. And so I want to make my families and couples feel comfortable and laid back in the setting that we're in and able to be themselves so that we can really just celebrate who they are. I am aiming to be inclusive and affirming um, regardless of background, how conventional or unconventional your family might be, ability. So all of those things kind of are what I got working together in my brand. So you went to school for OT. You are an OT, which is an Mm -hmm. occupational therapist. And so you work with people a lot who are, what would the word be? That they are not... I don't want to say not normal because that's not, no one is normal, but what is it? They're, they're, you're inclusive, right? So you're working with people who have different challenges, I guess, a lot. I really, I think my main goal is really to just, I want everyone to feel affirmed in who they are and where they come from. It's important to me that people understand there's no perfect family. There's no perfect story. It's your story. And that's what I want to capture. And I love that. And that all that was there. Okay. I just I want to point that out. This was not something that we created. This was already in you. It's just yeah. you didn't know how to get that out into the world to like start attracting those people that you wanted to work with and letting them, you know, you needed to take what was in your head and then put it on the paper so that way you can share it with your potential clients, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And remembering like a grounding. I feel like my brand right now for me is my grounding and what I'm trying to do. So rather than being this front that I'm trying to put out to the world, it it grounds me in my work and why I do what I do. Yeah, I love that. So let's talk about the kind of like the process of creating this brand. So I know you mentioned you're like, oh, was it you that said that? Or oh, it was Haley when we I was working with Haley on getting to her why. You know, I do this thing where it's called six degrees of why, where we start off, why did you become a photographer? And we go down and we go down and we go down. And when, you know, Haley started off with just the same thing as everyone else does, mm-hmm. Carolyn, Haley, and everybody is, well, I, was, <laughs> I wanted to make a little bit of money and I was pretty good at it. Right. And then I remember Haley, whenever I got to like the fourth step, she goes, what just happened? Because <laughs> it was a little bit like therapy. Did you kind of feel that same way? You're like, what, how did this come from? I wanted to make money to this like really intense, like deep emotional connection to photography what did you definitely and I think even more powerful was it made me dig into the things that were holding me back so those just beliefs about myself that you know x y or z will never happen or that there's something that other people have that I don't have and I would say the reverse of those things to myself like you know your affirmations like I can do this I am great but then there was still always something there holding me back. And so doing that exercise of the whys helped me kind of pinpoint that so that I could actively move past it. Yeah. And the stuff that goes into your why, one, it's not just photography related. And I think you would see that like, Mm -hmm. you can do anything and your why is going to (laughs) go... Like, honestly, it kind of stems from your childhood to like your life's experience that creates this why for you. And um, so it's like intensely personal and there's no one person who's going to have the same why as you. And all of us, our why is going to be different. Like what is driving us? And a lot of times how we handle that why in our business Mm -hmm. is how we kind of approach our clients and how we make them feel comfortable and how we kind of encourage them. It all goes into our why. And really, it just kind of sends them to the rest of your life. Like I found once I kind of found what my why was, which is 
making chaos beautiful, essentially, like, you know, life's not perfect. No one's, you know, kind of like yours is where nothing's perfect. Life's not perfect, but there is beauty in all of those moments. And so that's kind of how not only I run my business, but how I live my life too. And it all came from my life experiences. And that's also how I treat my clients is like, you know what, your kid's acting crazy right now, but it's still really cute. So you don't have to worry about it. And I make Mm -hmm. my clients feel comfortable in that because that is this whole base of why I'm a photographer and how I help my clients. So it's super important. And even though it might not sound necessarily like it is important, it is everything, honestly. Like I think that you can't do, you cannot run your business without knowing why you're running your business. Absolutely. So what has your having this brand, creating this brand that you didn't know you needed, (laughs) what Mm -hmm. has it done for you? So having a brand has really helped me find my voice. I feel like I can finally show up as myself. Whereas before, you know, I talked about how it felt like I was trying to have a front, but now I'm almost more comfortable calling attention to myself through my brand because it's authentic and it kind of, you know, I can see how I fit into the greater puzzle of everything. Whereas I couldn't see that before. Do you feel like you solve, you know what your problem, your one problem that you solve for clients is now? What is that that you do for them? I can, I can tell you if you don't know what it is, because it it should be in your brand profile as well. But the problem that you solve for clients is making them feel special. Like they're important, Mm -hmm. even if like their, like their life isn't, isn't normal being inclusive. Right. So Mm -hmm. your special sauce, that thing that you do for anyone else is making them feel, feel comfortable in their skin, essentially. That's definitely my goal and why I need three plus more months of coaching to bring it out. <laughs> That's not me telling you what it is. That's what you told know. me. <laughs> I know. And sometimes I, I just remember, you know, I remember these things, like I'm able to like break them down into these moments. So knowing your why, knowing your values, knowing your your special sauce or like the problem that you solve for clients is like mm-hmm. the three most important things in order to have that message and know how to talk to your clients and show up confidently. Like, Hey, I can help you because I can help you do this. And of course, if there's people who feel comfortable in their skin and don't need that, like that confidence boost, I guess for lack yeah. of a better word, then those people aren't going to be for Carolyn. Yeah, right. I was just pointing at myself and shaking my head. No, it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> we're not a good match. <laughs> because what you're doing in your business is we're always repelling people and we're always drawing people more into us. And if you're not repelling people away from you, then you're also not drawing people in. And I have this, I've used it more than once on a podcast. So I'm going to do it again. But mm-hmm. if I were to tell you that I didn't like ice cream, how would that make you feel? Seriously, how would that I make like you ice feel? cream? I'd be like, okay. You're crazy, right? <laughs> but I guarantee you there's like, a whole population out there who's like, yes, I don't like ice cream either. And yeah. They'd be like, well, I like Brittany because she doesn't like yeah. ice cream. I mean, <laughs> but on a business level, you know, when people are like, I need that confidence boost. Yeah. They're going to go to Carolyn because Carolyn's going to make, give them that confidence they need when they don't feel comfortable in their skin. And well, I think that's honestly why you're such a great coach. <laughs> I don't like ice cream. <laughs> exactly (laughs) no just because you really do believe that there's that it is within all of us right and so you are helping me to see that and helping me to stick with that and it's just extremely extremely validating and extremely empowering as I am you know continuing in building a business and serving my clients and the world with with myself and my gifts and what I want to do for them. So thank you. 
I told you I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. <laughs> so do you want to share any more? I know we've talked a little bit about where you are now, but do you want to share any more about like, is there anything different that you haven't already shared that you want to tell us about where you are now? <laughs> I guess halfway through your coaching process. Type yeah, of. no, I'm just excited. I still feel like I'm right on the brink. Like, I guess we haven't even talked about how like, yes, we've established my brand, but what I don't have as a part of my brand yet is that logo and the colors and all those sort of visual elements. And mm-hmm. so we're working on that right now. And I think it's just kind of a cool, like, in between spot where right now my brand really is a feeling it's not anything that people can visually see so I don't know it's kind of been nice to like work using my brand without that piece because it almost makes me dig in a little bit deeper and so I'm just having to rely on you know your logo to make you feel cohesive right yeah right and I never knew what that would have felt like before, I guess. So yeah, I really just really feel like I'm on the brink. I really do believe in the power of working with someone else to push you and, um, you know, help you get deep and just thank you for helping me chase what I really want. You're so welcome. There's (laughs) something else I remembered. We recently, I'm a big proponent of blogs and less so spending all your time on social media. Like that's Mm -hmm. not a secret. Like I believe in blogs. I believe in SEO and letting the work happen while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think blogs have a higher ROI, which means return of investment in this sense, your investment is your time. So blogs have a longer lifespan than social media does. Right. And so we sat down and we worked on your blog posts, which you are going to take and repurpose into content for social media. Right. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about that process when we went, when we sat down, was it last week, really? Yeah, I think so. We sat down to write down some blogs. What was that process like for you? She was like, really, you were in it with me. You were like taking me step by step. How do I do this? How do I break it down? Like you had the end goal in mind and what it needed to look like. I was like, I don't think I, what am I going to say about this? I don't really. (laughs) And so you really went through the back end stages of the writing process for me to help me map out what these blog posts were going to look like. And in a matter of what, like 20, 30 minutes during that call, we had a good solid plan for three different blog posts. Yeah. Like three months worth of stuff. (laughs) I knocked one out this morning. So we're we're on the way. Yay. We're on track. I yeah, I really see it. And I do not like session recap blogs because I just, I mean, you can pack them with some SEO words, but I like them to do more than just SEO. You might say I like, I like SEO, right? But I also want them to have a goal in mind. And your goals for you for this season in your life was to book more family. Blue hour. Yeah, blue hour sessions. And they're Oh my gosh. Extended family. Extended family. And there was one more that we worked on. What was the other one? Do you remember? I was looking at the value of like sunrise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like moving to sunrise. That's right. Because, and so we kind of like hit the problems. Like why would a, why would a client not want to book? You like blue hour more so than golden hour. You like golden hour, but blue hour is like where you start to shine. Yeah, Yeah, Um, absolutely. And you really wanted people to book more blue hour, but we're going into summer bedtimes are early sunset is late and so like okay mm-hmm. how can we convince I guess for a black mm-hmm. word people to want to book these sessions and so we work backwards like what are the issues that clients are gonna be like well what about this I can't do it because of this I can't do it because of that and that's kind of how we formed your blogs your blog content and then yep. once you have those written you're going to take pieces of it and put it into your social media and boom you have almost an entire month's worth of content really 
right I've there. been so much more consistent now with posting as a result <laughs> of starting with these blog posts. Because every time I sit down, I don't have to think of, well, what am I going to say? Which <laughs> definitely what I was doing before. Yeah. And all of your social media posts that I've been seeing there, I can tell like what your message you're trying to convey with people, like what it is. It's not just, oh, this was a really pretty maternity session at a pretty location. It's like, hey, this is why you need to do this. And they were, you. I think one of them, you said she was not sure if she wanted to do it. And we did. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened. And I finally feel like I have things to say, like going back to what you said, helping me find my voice. Like it's okay to re-say things. Like you have to re-say things over and over so that people know. And so like, I now know what that message is that I'm going to shout out. And I have things to say other than, Hey, come book with me. Hey, this yeah. is pretty. Hey. It's crazy. It's crazy. Whenever you know, like this message that you need to get across to people, how much more content that you can come up with. And it works like even in coaching, like whenever I started niching down a little bit more, it's like who I'm talking to. I was like, I have so much to say now before I was like, okay, what podcast is coming next? Now I'm like, okay, I got like three months worth of podcasts ready to go. Cause I'm like, there's so much to say about everything. <laughs> it's magic, honestly. Okay. So do you have any lasting thoughts that you want to share with anybody about the whole coaching process? Anyone who might be nervous about doing it or not sure if it's for them? What do you want to say? If you're not ready to really dig deep, then it's probably not for you. (laughs) This is a real process. It's not an overnight fix. It's not something that you can, you know, there's definitely little pieces that you can start doing. Like, you know, after a coaching session, turn around and do 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 something, um, but it's not going to be that whole across the board. There's not that like breakthrough moment. You know what I mean? It is just a process and you have to really be committed to it. So I don't think I was expecting that beforehand. So just know that it is a real process. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing this with us, Carolyn. I told you I was going to tear up for sure. Cause you sent me your notes ahead of time just to make sure we're kind of on the same page with things. And I was like, I did this, you know, I know, I know where we're going to go, but, and I know where you're going to end up to an extent. Like, I don't know. I didn't know, like, this is what Carolyn's brand is going to be. Obviously I had to figure that out, but I knew we were going to get there. And, but seeing it from your point of view is like, oh, that's really good. That's really good. No, (laughs) thank you so much. I highly, if you think coaching might be for you, then shoot me a message. You can message me on Instagram. You can send me an email. I eventually will have a coaching page ready. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, my copywriter will have my coaching page ready to go just to get more info. But I don't want to book a single coaching call or session until I've talked to you in person. So please reach out to me, message me. We'll chat about it. We'll see if it's right for you. See if you're ready to do the work to get there. And I look forward to working with so many people in the near future. So thank you, Carolyn, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks.